Welcome to the Randall High School Lions Den Podcast. Hello and welcome to the first ever Randall High School Lions Den Podcast. This podcast belongs to our Lions staff and students where we're going to talk about our school and the world around us. So I'm Coach Hernandez. This is Coach German. And uh, with me, with us on this first episode is the man, our fearless leader, building principal, Mr. Montalongo. How are you doing today, boss? Hey, how's it going? Good, good. So, we're going to jump into it, Jim. All right. Um, I'm going to ask you a few questions just to uh, get this first podcast rolling and let everybody know who our leader is. Um, what, ha- what has the experiences been, uh, the experiences been like opening up a new school? I, I think it's been a combination of multiple um, feelings and emotions. Uh, pride, uh, a little bit uh, overwhelmingness. A little bit at times frustration. Also, there's a, a little bit of uh, uh, apprehension. You know, uh, being a, a building principal and having experience as an administrator for over 20 years, um, nothing prepares you for the stuff that you have to do when you open up a new campus. Uh, a lot of times, you have pre-existing processes. And when you come into as a principal of an existing school, a lot of times you spend that first year learning the processes, developing things, putting things in place, and seeing how things currently are. Here, you're starting from scratch. And the other thing is that we're bringing in staff members that come from different schools, different experiences, and hoping that as a whole, uh, everybody can come together but everyone has different experiences, so trying to make people feel comfortable and feel appreciated and feel part of the process can be overwhelming at times. Right. So you kind of answered our second question, yeah. uh, which was, uh, what was the biggest challenges before the, the students stepped on campus? Um, you know, you know, it, it, it's kind of like being a professional sports team. Right. You, you, you want to establish a culture of winning and positivity. Uh, But then every now and then you bring in a free agent that can either have an incredible impact on the, on the culture or, or could uh, change direction or however. In this situation, I think we did a great job of hiring a great staff, a staff that cares about kids and wants kids to be successful. But all of our staff members have different experiences. So, for example, uh, some of our staff members come where where hats are, are prohibited from being worn in the campus. And other staff members are taking the attitude of, hey, that's not a battle for us fighting. We want them in class. The hats aren't disruptive. I want to teach them. So now you're trying to get those two ideas to blend together so that what we're doing is best for students. And that's been kind of the hard part is trying to find that, that, that middle ground to where everybody feels vested in a lot of our processes. Sure, sure, sure. So, like, I want you to remember back, if you could, back when you first got hired. You know, so obviously it's exciting. It's a new high school. I'm ready to go. When did you, I don't want to say hit a wall, but when did it become, like, real? Like, hey, this is work. Like, this is going to be work. Like, what was the moment? That, what was a big moment for you? You know, um, part of the biggest moment was probably about June 15th. 
Mm. You know, we'd been in the campus for two weeks. All these boxes and stuff was coming. We're still trying. <laughs> we were still trying to fill a couple of positions, and we're still looking because we believe in hiring the best people. Of course, Correct. we want the best people with high character and high quality work ethics. But you're trying to meet with people. You're getting boxes coming in. You've got people going to PD. You've got people coming into the building. You're saying, where's this item? Where's that item? And then it's... Still the, saying, where's this yeah. item? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then the bottom line is, is you realize, oh, I've got... I, I haven't even started my handbook or I haven't started this. And then it's like, oh, uh, my tardy process. Oh, wait, did I order enough shirts for all of our, our employees? Yeah. Oh, wait. And, and just it's just a multiple things. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, let me just go jump in the water, hold my breath, and hope things calm down. Mm-hmm. And, and all of a sudden it just, you get into this point to where it's almost, you know, I, I tell people it's kind of like, it's kind of like um, the movie The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Everything just slows down and then you just start, okay, I'm going to take this, I'm going to knock this out. I'm going to knock this out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call and get help for this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do yeah. this and this. And you just start prioritizing. But around June 15th, when it all starts hitting you, and then you realize, oh, my gosh, the teacher's going to be back at the end of July. And then it's July 4th. And then and it's just like you got to just take a deep breath and you got to say, yeah. let's eat the elephant one bite at a time. Yeah. And see, that sounds overwhelming, you know. And so my next question for you would be, like, who is a good support system for you on this, both on campus and off campus? You know, I'm sure you needed some help. Yeah, yeah. look, on campus, uh, you know, uh, our paraprofessionals that were hired, um, our assistant principals, they were both working summer school, our associate assistant principal, and they were coming afterwards, <clears throat> putting in three, four hours a day, uh, you know, trying to get to learn everybody. You know, you, when you start a new school year, you want to learn everybody's learning style in your classrooms. As a principal, your teachers and your staff are your students, and you got to learn all of their learning and working styles. Right. Yeah. So to be honest with you, uh, the, the biggest person that was always there for me, uh, other than my secretary, was, was probably Coach Randall. You know, he'd been sitting in the booth with me. Uh, you know, he, he would... He would help eat that elephant one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. Off campus, I will tell you, our purchasing department, um, mm-hmm. uh, the finance department, uh, Miss Yvonne Dawson, all of these individuals have been helpful. You know, uh, the best thing about Lamar CISD is that they don't want you to fail. They want to support you. Mm-hmm. They want to help you do the right thing. So when they when they see something going south, you know, they get, they come in real quick. Like a like like a, uh, I don't want to say uh, one of those bumper boats that you see in the in the ship channel. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. Turn yeah. it back yeah. into the right boat. Yeah. boat. Yeah, they yeah, turn yeah. it back in that right direction. Mm-hmm. That's right. And keep you going. But but the purchasing department, Robert Langston, mm-hmm. uh, Valerie Martinez, uh, all those guys in the warehouse. You know they they they're amazing because they tell you stuff is in. They work with you. They support you. Uh, I mean, it, it's a whole collaborative thing for all of us. Sure. Yeah. Let me. Uh, we you know we asked some serious questions. Let me ask a question. How um how was it selecting the logo 
And how was it, you know, making that logo just perfect and how you wanted it and and uh, how did you get feedback on it pretty much? Well, you know, we, when we talked about the logo, I mean, I think there's two things that we talk about. Uh, when you think about logo, you think about the mascot. Right. So one of the things is we let the community students help pick the mascot. Right. right? That was a key thing. Uh, we also let them pick the colors. And I'm very happy and ecstatic that our colors are black, silver, and white. Okay. So what if they, what were the other options besides the lion? Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> well, well, and and that was a funny thing, right? The other colors that we had, and I will tell you, black, silver, and white were not my my choice. Right. Okay. Uh, we had. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I I was really hoping for uh, blue, orange, and white. Okay. You know, uh, I thought that was uh, a good like strong. Denver Broncos kind of. Yeah. Uh, well, not navy. It was going to be more like a like a Florida color. Florida color. Oh, okay, yeah. like Gators. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sure. okay. I really I, I thought that was a good color yeah. because you know you can wear orange, you can wear blue, right. you can wear the right. white. Yeah. Uh, you uh, that's a good color. You can get stripes on. Right. You know stuff like that. I was really hoping for that. They stand out. Yeah. Um, and there's not orange in the district, and orange would have been the primary color. Yeah. Uh, but um, you know the vote. The voters made the decision, and now I'm happy for it. I was a little concerned at first because up in the Panhandle, uh, near Canyon, Texas, there's a school right. called Randall. Yes. And yes. they are Randall High School. They're actually five uh, A, and they are also black, silver, and white. Okay. And they were the Raiders. Right. So, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, and everybody just assumed black, silver, and white would be the Raiders. Right. So, our yeah. mascot options were the Rhinos, mm-hmm. uh, the Randall Rhinos, uh, yeah. the Lions, mm-hmm. the Bears, okay. uh, the Gators, and um, the Bobcats. The Gators yeah. with that with that orange and blue. That would have made sense. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. now here's the reason, and, and I want everybody to understand there was a reason for everything. Yeah. Um, gators, because we do have a lot of gators in this area. Even in Brazos Bend Park, there's yeah. a gator sanctuary. Right. Okay. So that was one of the reasons why I thought gators, because it is a natural uh, predator uh, in this area. Right. Uh, the next one was the bobcats, and we do have bobcats in the area, but they're not. Uh, the last one was the bears, and that was based on the idea that uh, where Dr. Randall was born. Independence, okay. Texas, right. was the original home of mm. Baylor University. Right. And that university uh, mascot is a Bears. Right. And, if you, and, and if you think about it, it the, the irony of it is now we understand why Brenham are called the Cubs. Right. Because they were right next to the university. Okay. Yeah. Brenham ISD is actually the first independent school district in the state of Texas. Oh, right. so, so that's a little bit of history that yeah, I learned. Yeah, that's interesting. And then the last thing was the rhinos because everybody wanted something that was different but went with the RR. Okay. And, and that was one of the questions I got. But then I started looking, the RR, wait a minute, we got the Fulcher Chargers. Yeah. Okay, that's not the double, double, the double letter. letter. Yeah. You've got the Foster Falcons, they've got the double letter. Yeah. You got the Terry Rangers. Yeah. Definitely not Lamar Mustangs. Mm-hmm. So the the double letter wasn't something that, yeah. that was important to me because we didn't have that wasn't a something you saw every school had. Yeah, it yeah. traditional. Yeah. So so one of the things we looked at when looking at the logo was two things. When I started looking at all the line 
mascots in the state of Texas. And we're talking uh, Taylor lines. We're talking Yates lines. Yeah. We're talking uh, Lake Creek lines. Right. There's about three or four in our area. I looked at them. They were either a paw or it was like a detailed sketch. Correct. Mm-hmm. To where, you know, and what one of the things I wanted to do, because there was another Randall that was black, silver, and white, the focus was really the TR. Yeah. The TR, because I don't want us to be called Randall High School. Mm-hmm. I want us to be called Dr. Thomas E. Randall. So the TR was important to me. So I wanted the mascot, when we looked at it, to be something that you could identify and tell was a line, but was not the focal point was going to be that TR. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. So you were saying uh, with Dr. Randall, uh, Dr. Randall was a former ag teacher, and he was one of the one of the guys who, um, I would say, like navigated the way for for minority ag teachers. Um, what what is your background um, with coaching? I know you're a coach, teaching, and your uh, other positions held in the in the school. Uh, well, my my first my first job uh, out of uh, college, and a lot of people don't know this about me. I actually have an elementary ed certification. So a lot of people I work with, when I put things in place, they usually say that's so elementary, you know. Uh, but we can learn a lot from the structures and the yeah, processes elementary schools have. Yes. Um, uh, if you notice why, if you see that I'm always walking or trying to be visible because, you know, you got to be visible at elementary yes. school. Yes, okay. So I've done some student teaching and, and a lot of observation at the elementary schools. Mm. But my certification is uh, early childhood through eighth grade. Okay. So I started my career out as a seventh grade reading teacher. Yeah. Uh, I really, really did not like reading growing up. I'm more of a math person. Okay. But I wanted to teach reading because I felt that I didn't have anyone that, that helped foster the love of reading in me. Okay. So that's why I became a reading teacher. Uh, I did that for four years at Pearland ISD. Uh, then I became an assistant principal. Uh, I did that for seven years. I became a principal at Hitchcock High School in Hitchcock, Ooh. Texas, right down off of 45 in Galveston County. Yeah. Um, I did that for a year. Uh, I got recruited, actually. I had had several job offers after one year at Hitchcock. We made a big turnaround. And uh, I got recruited to, I had, I had to choose between uh, Grand Prairie, ISD. Um, All the way up in Dallas, huh? Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, up in the Dallas area, Denton, ISD, mm-hmm. and uh, San Antonio, ISD. Oh, wow. So I went to San Antonio, uh, moved my family. I was there for uh, 10 years. Yeah. I went from San Antonio to Comal, where I became principal of Smithson Valley. Uh, I was there for five years. I ended up becoming uh, uh, executive director of secondary schools, assistant superintendent, and then deputy superintendent over uh, everything not curriculum. So I had finance under me. I had HR. I had maintenance, uh, construction. uh, And I actually was on the the planning and building side of uh, one high school Mm -hmm. and and uh, two middle schools. I actually helped pass the bonds and started the process. A matter of fact, the high school that I was in charge of 
was Piper High School. So <laughs> we played him this Friday, y'all. We played him this week. That's so, right. Yeah. So, so uh, from there, uh, I just realized I had learned a lot, but I really miss kids. I, I, you know, when you, you know, when you go to Central Office, you got to be prepared that when you walk onto a campus, kids don't know who you are. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> and. If you see me, I want to. I want to try to know every kid. Right. I want to know something about them. Or if nothing else, I want to just give them a fist bump and yeah. just say, "Hey, how's your day going?" You can do that at, from a central office standpoint, but it's just not the same. Yeah, there's no bond being created yeah, right, yeah. because they don't see you day in and day out. Right. right. So yeah. So this past week, you know, I've been having a lot of one-on-one meetings in the English classrooms. Yeah. And it really, it really warmed my heart. To be honest with you, it made my heart flutter when um, all the band kids were waving at me, yeah. and they weren't just saying hi; they were saying, yeah. "Hey, Mr. Montalongo," you know. So it feels like that connection is being made, yeah. uh, and you know, uh, so that very important, yeah. So, so that's why I came back to the Houston area. I came back, went to Fort Bend, mm-hmm. was a principal, and then uh, got blessed and literally blessed. Yeah. They have this opportunity. Not everybody gets it. Uh, when you get it, you don't know what you're in for. But I, I can tell you, uh, the four letters that come out of every man's mouth when uh, they open up a, a new high school, uh, W-O-R-K. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> a lot of it. Yeah. So listen, let's get away from work for a yeah. second. Because I feel like not everybody knows you. Like, mm-hmm. what do you like to do for fun? Like, when you, when you get... An hour of fun, because that seems like that's all you get nowadays. But uh, when you get a chance, like, what do you like to do for fun with the family, by yourself? I mean, yeah. You know, one of the things I try to do is the best if I can, because my wife would tell you I'm a workaholic. Yes. Uh, I, I, uh, you know, I can stay here at 9 o'clock every night and get up and come back the next morning at 6 and wouldn't blink. But, um, but for me, you know, just... Spending time with my family, yeah. like uh, you know, my my ideal spot is to go to a beach or blue water, and just just sit there and let the waves hit you. Yeah, that's tell, that's tell, my ideal. Tell them about the fajitas you make. <laughs> oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> but what I do like to do uh, is I do like to cook for my my family. I like to splurge and do those things. Uh, uh, we go to movies. Uh, we haven't been a lot lately because yeah. of the pandemic, right. but uh, but we turn our house into uh, a movie theater, yeah. and and we just you know when a new release comes out and we can get it, we just watch it and we just we veg out. Um, the other thing I like to do, believe it or not, I don't get to do a lot of. Uh, I didn't like it as a kid. You know, my dad used to say I talk too much, uh, but I but I really love to fish. You know. And it's okay. something about about just throwing something out there, yeah. trying to catch it, just relaxes you. And uh, so I like to fish. And then probably the last thing I like to do is um, I've got four dogs. So mm-hmm. um, I have two golden retrievers that love to swim. And uh, I like to go to Surfside Beach. Mm-hmm. And they... they it's um, a nice golden retrievers, too. Yeah, they, they just yeah. run, jump yeah. in, swim, fetch. They'd probably be pretty good bird dogs. But, yeah. Uh, Tell them about that cattle dog. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I've got a blue healer. She's. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm with blues. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She. Uh, she keeps everybody in line. She's. She's. Uh, 
She's the one that yeah. just straightens everybody else out. That's awesome. See, I like fishing. I'm no good at it. Like, I don't know what lure to use. My dad, like, I'm more of a hunter, but I love to fish, but I just, I, I can't. I never, I'm never good. <laughs> I'm the one not catching stuff. Yeah. A lot of people like going bass fishing. Yeah. You know, because there's, yeah, that, that's a, an art in you. But me, you know, hey, get me on a creek, get me on a river, let, let's go yeah. catch some catfish yeah. and have fun. Yeah. Um, what's the most excited, um, oh, no, okay, what's, um, what are your most exciting, excited, huh, what, what are you most excited about with the students, like, um, yeah, like, it's New Year, like, what are you most yeah. excited about for our students, for our yeah. students yeah. well, we, we, we've got to get some things together still, but I'm excited about doing some fun things with our kids, yeah. right? that's number one, I want to do some things to make them feel special about being the first class, but more importantly, I think the most important thing is that, you know, uh, the legacy that they have the ability to build, you know, you know, you, you can be that class. Right. Yeah. You know, or you can be the class. Right. That's right. You know, and that's two different things. Yes. You can be that class that <laughs> almost did it. And then or you could be that class that did a lot of great things. But when you're the class or the classes, you're the one that everybody compares you to. And you get that opportunity. The hardest part about ninth and 10th grade is our kids don't have someone teaching them. Correct. So we have to teach them. Correct. See, when you have four grade levels, your freshmen watch seniors. They watch the juniors. Mm-hmm. Our sophomores, they're coming from different schools. They got different ideas, different perceptions, and we're trying to teach them how to be aligned. Yeah. Right. So, so the opportunity to teach them how to be the class and allow them to leave a legacy and, and I keep thinking, I, you know, I, I give people a lot of examples, Yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, when I was at Smithson Valley, there was one class that went to three state championships in four years. In football. In football, you know. Mm-hmm. But that class also won a state baseball championship, and they also won a state softball championship. And they got second in state in track. And, they, you know, they, they did a lot. That, but that one class, and that's a class that everybody says, that's the class. That's right. right. You know, uh, they, they went to marching, uh, marching state uh, competition. They won uh, sweepstakes and everything from choir to, to UIL theater. They went to the national championship. That one class... That's the class. And it was just a great combination of strong leadership from the students, strong parental support. And that's what we want to do here is create a legacy so that if you're the class, you're the one everybody's trying to be. Sure. Sure. Well, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming in and kind of giving us a little window into what it's been like. Who went in the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Well, before we go, because we've got a minute for class. Who's winning the Super Bowl this year? I'm curious. Uh, honestly and truthfully, yeah, 
Uh, I'm gonna tell you who, who's gonna play in the Super Bowl. Okay. But I'm not gonna. Well, I'll tell you who I think is gonna win. Okay. Uh, I think for the NFC, I think the Rams are gonna make it to the Super Bowl. Okay. They've got probably the best football player in all the NFL, and and Harold Donalds. Mm-hmm. Don is it Donaldson? Donald. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He he, he just he, he he can mess up everything. Yeah. Right. And they've got a decent quarterback. Probably won't mess it up. You got good receivers. They got the number one cornerback. They're healthy right now. Yes, sir. Right there. Uh, but I think the team out of the AFC, a lot of people are saying the Chiefs. A lot of people are saying, I don't think it's going to be the Chiefs, although they did a lot to upgrade. Uh, I really believe in in the uh, uh, AFC. It's probably, and I'm, uh, and people are going to laugh at me for saying this, but I'm, I'm going to put my money with the Cleveland Browns. I think when you can mm. run the football mm. effectively, and you have good play action, yeah. you're A-OK. All right. We're going to see, man. We got to go, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first one. Tune in next time when we have Coach Randall win a couple of our athletes. All right. Stay safe. Hey guys, Coach Hernandez again. Thank you so much for tuning into our first podcast. We really appreciate it. We can't wait to get this really launched and off the ground so we can have our students on here and staff. We can really give have your voices heard and your stories told. A couple announcements. Well, not announcements. It's important dates that we really want you to consider. So September 13th, that's this Monday. We invite you to tour our school, meet our staff, learn about our academic programs, and have your questions answered. Please have your child's schedule picked up on Skyward as that will be your guide. So we're going to have a parent meeting from 6 to 6.20 in the auditorium. Then you'll follow your kids' classes just the way they do in about 5 or 10 minute intervals. Next up, um, this Friday, September 17th, we play Piper High School in Northern San Antonio. So we encourage all students and staff to wear black, all black shoes, pants, shirt. We're gonna black out the Warriors, so we want a blackout day. So wear as much black as you can on Friday. And if you get a chance and you're inclined to do so, please come encourage us. We, you know, we are playing away all the way in North San Antonio. So if you already had a trip or you wanted to go somewhere anyway, now is the time to do it. We hope to see you out there. And then finally, on Saturday, September 18th at two o'clock, we will have the dedication ceremony of Dr. Thomas E. Randall High School. All staff will be present, admin. I hope as many parents and families come out to support as well. We can't wait to see you out there. 